Simplified Chaos, Episode 17. Life is beautiful and full of chaos. And it can get slightly out of hand if that shit's not tamed. We're here to share how to simplify the little things to start leading a more purposeful life. This is Simplified Chaos. What's up, everybody? This is Jillian, one of your hosts, and I'm with my co-host, Nicholas. What's going on, folks? And we are so happy that you're listening, you're here, you're back, or this is your first time. Welcome. Thank you. <laughs> Not you. <laughs> my listeners. Yeah, no. So we were three minutes in to our podcast here, and the podcast started re- stopped recording, so we're starting over again. No worries. We got no this. No worries. But before we get into our gratitude segment, what are we covering today here, Jill? Today is all about, quote-unquote snobby or let's say high maintenance and how if you're feeling like you're being a snob lately or snob like or you're being labeled as high maintenance that it's not necessarily a bad thing and it's actually a really good thing yeah i like uh, our change in perspective on this topic and i think it's important that um we share this we're being snobbish right now with our snobbish cocktails we are this is pretty yeah freaking decadent we'll talk a little bit more about that but Should i am they? feeling some some gratitude right now Ooh. yeah so well, I already know what you're grateful for. Even I know. Though I usually we already don't we know. already spilled it out because <laughs> the thing stopped recording and we That's didn't okay. couldn't really pick it up where it stopped. So this just means I get this to is hear it fresh. Again. Yeah. So I am grateful for hidden treasures. Hidden surprised. Oh my god, hidden <laughs> treasures! <laughs> so today we were coming back from my parents' house. We went down there for Easter, and they're in Delaware, and we needed to get gas. So we stopped off at the Royal Farms just before Kent Island. The Bay Bridge. The Bay Bridge. And Lucille was basically losing her shit for the last 15 minutes. And it was like a, it was good timing that we were going to stop and pull off. And we needed to get out and stretch our legs. So you took her out of the car. I filled it up with gas. And there was a park that was right next to the Royal Farms that you were going to go to. So I go and, and drive over to where the park is. And Jill's nowhere to be found. I look in my rearview mirror and she's like waving to me. She's halfway down the street. And I look in my rearview mirror and I see what probably Jill saw, which was the Chesapeake Bay, only a block from where we were. Pretty blue water. Now Call was, my name. It was Jackson Creek, but I mean, that leads to the bay. So we walked down there and it was a little public beach with nobody there. So we sat for about a half an hour, walked around, you know, this little beach. Um, Jill busted out the boob and... and you know, breastfed Lucille. I have no shame when it comes no. to breastfeeding, but I do it very graciously <laughs> so that I, you know, it, it pops out, but then Lucille is right on it like immediately. So there's not a lot of nip slip, but even yeah. if there is, it's like, I don't it even happens. care anymore. It happens. Everyone's got nipples, right? <laughs> yeah, I got nipples. Except for Barbie dolls. Me? <laughs> I don't understand why Barbie dolls don't have nipples. I don't either. They should make them anatomically It's a question correct. for the Chinese. Okay. Does, does <laughs> the Chinese I don't know. They, I, I'm assuming it's made in China. Are they like, isn't it by like Playtel or something, the company? Mattel? Oh, God, Playtel. Goodness Jesus. gracious. We're getting off topic uh, it here. Rhymed. Okay. <laughs> um, but no, it was really cool. I mean, if we didn't stop for gas, we wouldn't have had that moment today, which all, was really cool. And that's what happens when you're not always looking at your phone. When you look up and look around you, it's yeah. like, wow, you can meet people, you can see things. It was very cool. You can find unexpected adventures. And that's kind of what we did today. And it was exactly pretty nice. It was a great day today. So what are you grateful for, Jilly? I and you didn't. And that. I didn't hear what yeah, you were going to say. This is right where it cut you're off. like. Uh, yeah. So I'm, I'm excited to hear this for the very first time. Um, I'm grateful for your parents living out of state. Ooh. 
And when they first moved about, what, four years ago? About, uh, yeah, almost five. Four years ago, yeah, five years, years ago, ago. I know we were kind of sad because it, me- it meant that we weren't going to see our parents as much. But because they moved, I want to say like the perfect distance, like two hours. Yeah, and it's an easy drive yeah. so long as we're not going on a Friday in the middle of the summer. Well, yeah, we don't do yeah. that. We're not crazy. Um, but just having the opportunity to stay somewhere new and discover new places and they're discovering new places and giving us recommendations. So, you know, they're excited to share what they know about Delaware. Right. And I just think it brings some new adventures to our lives and just, it it allows your parents to teach us some new things about the area that they're in now. And I know they were, you know, living in Maryland for a very long time. They knew everything about Maryland and now they're in Delaware. They're learning new quirks and things about Delaware so they get to share that and we get to experience new little adventures with um with them so it makes it fun so my idea about Delaware is basically Wayne's World where like hi I'm in Delaware and then nothing (laughs) but we actually saw some pretty cool stuff there like uh, what was that Gordon Pond that we went to which was really nice I mean it's right next to the ocean you get to see some of the old uh World War II towers that Mm -hmm. were looking out for enemy boats and everything like that it was really cool. It was very peaceful. The weather was perfect. So yeah. it was a really cool walk. And I'm glad we are getting to discover some of those nice parks around the area there. Yeah. And I know we tend to go towards um, where mountains are. And Delaware is definitely, there's not a mountain there's, to be found. There's barely a hill. It's very flat. But again, I think it's all about perspective. And I think you can find the joy in little things and that Delaware has to offer. And they have a lot of great natural state parks and that's actually probably good for us right now because Lucille, you know, it's not like we can do some rigorous hiking, you know, treacherous right, hiking. Right. Uh, but, yeah, you know, a mile and a half is round, and, you know, both yeah, ways is, is easy enough. So, and it worked out for us because Lucille is teething pretty hardcore right now. Yeah, she's got like yeah. three teeth coming in and she's just been extra fussier than usual. So it's nice having the option to just have a low maintenance outdoor adventure where we can turn around if we need to. It's not that far and... Just seeing your parents like light up around her. Like yeah. I know your mom had surgery and probably going too deep, but it just felt the timing was right. Like Lucille being there was giving your mom it was a good some weekend. positive it really was. vibes her way that she desperately needed after yeah. that surgery and all those complications. But yeah, so I'm grateful that your parents moved because we have some new adventures. Yeah, absolutely. No, it was great. Cool. So we're talking about being snobs today. Being snobby, high maintenance, you know, both those words I feel like have a negative, negative feeling towards them when you hear that word. Right. And even I, when I would hear the word snob or high maintenance, I would even think like, Ugh, I'm not high maintenance. I'm not a snob. But as we're growing older and we're learning more about what we like and what's best for us right. and not caring about what other people think, I find that being a snob or quote unquote high maintenance is a good thing. And to start it off, I found some definitions I wanted to share really quick. Okay. Jump in it. So according to oxford.com, Oxford, uh, a snob is a person with an exaggerated respect for high social position or wealth. So I would like to change that to an exaggerated respect for their overall well being. That's how I see a snob being. Yeah. It's not about high position or high wealth. And actually, it could be high wealth because I think sure. our wealth is our health. Yes. So I find that... It depends that, on, you know, some people define wealth as money. Other people like that's us, true. we define it as our overall well-being. Uh, our absolutely. Wealth. So I find that 
if we have an exaggerated respect for our, our wealth, which is quote unquote our health, I think that is completely amazing. Yeah. Um, according to dictionary.com, high maintenance definition, needing a lot of work to keep in good condition, demands a lot of attention. And usually when you think of the word high maintenance, usually you think about this chick is high maintenance. Like yeah. she's so needy. She needs all this attention. But I see it as you're needing a lot of attention to keep a healthy and happy body, mind, and soul. Like that's how I interpret it. Yeah, we, we all need a lot of work to keep in good condition. So I think if you're high maintenance. You're high maintenance to yourself. Exactly. So I find that we have to be high maintenance or else we're not giving ourselves the attention we need to be the best version of we're ourselves. We're not putting the best things in our body. You know, I think there's a lot of things where you can say you're a snobbish or, or high maintenance. Um, you know, I, I know I like to joke around, say I'm a coffee snob or I'm a, a cocktail snob or whatever, I, but it's, yeah. you know, I, I like good ingredients. I like, you know, good taste, you know, organic things where you can actually, you don't need cream. Like I, you know, again, I don't drink my coffee with, with cream or anything like that. Like I drink it black. So I'm trying to take in all it's the flavors. You're a sociopath, just letting you know. Psychopath. Sociopath, psychopath. Are they the same? Same. All right. Yeah. But that's kind of why I wanted to talk about this because I find that we started labeling ourselves as a food snob or a coffee snob. And I always thought that was a bad thing. And I was like, you know what? I don't think being a food snob or a coffee snob or a cocktail snob is a bad thing. And right. I think we got to talk about the change of perspective we've had about this because I think like I'm okay calling myself that now. Sure. At first I thought I was bad. Like it was just, you know, and it's not well, like you I turned my nose Oxford up at other definition. people. You had that Oxford <laughs> definition of those things. Yeah. But I, I think that before it would be like, you know, is that a bad thing that I'm not settling for a bag of Doritos because that's the only thing around? I'm like, no, because I'm saying no to that. It means that I have high respect for my body. Yeah. And we see Lucille on the camera. She is making noise in the other room. And we may have to <laughs> jump off and jump on here real quick, but <laughs> we'll keep it up. She, she's also learned how to stand. And so now we're at this stage where she's standing in her crib. I'm pretty sure she's standing right now. Oh, my goodness. All right. So anyways, we'll come back to this real quick. All right. Pause. And we're back. (laughs) False alarm, guys. Well, she was awake and she kind of put herself back to sleep. Yeah. Yeah. Either that or she knocked herself out. We don't know. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) So anyways, we'll jump back into this. All right, so getting to the snob part. Yes. So going back to the definition, it means a person with an exaggerated respect for, we changed it to their overall well-being. Right. Or wealth, as we said, would be your health. So I noticed that I feel like we're a snob when it comes to things that we input, like food, drinks, like anything that is basically going in. Okay. That makes sense. So like... For like skincare products or, you know, anything that's going in our body, I find that we're snobbish because we have a high exaggerated, was that exaggerated respect? Is that the one? Yeah, we have a high exaggerated respect for that. And like I said, we definitely become food snobs. We have a high respect for our bodies, which means that we don't settle for anything less. Like if we're hungry and we had to choose between a bag of Doritos and nothing, I think we'd probably choose nothing. I think we're going to choose nothing at this point. Yeah. Because we were educated so much about the crap that's in processed foods that it's insane. It's really insane. Like there's just things now that I have no desire to put in my body anymore. And just knowing where it comes from, it 
that actually has done the trick. Like, it's just like, I don't want to eat this anymore. Like it's, even though it may taste amazing, I know where that's processed and, and I'm not putting that shit in my body anymore. Yeah. I'm not doing it. And it makes me mad that there's people that create products that know that they want to trick you pretty much. Like I'm going to trick you into buying this because I know that the ingredients in here are going to make you want more of it and you're going to become addictive. And it just kind of sucks that we have like, we can't trust any like yeah and we, we can't trust every brand or every food company because they just want to sell their product some of them not all of them yeah and we've talked about it before on particularly i think in our our meal prepping episode and maybe even some of the other ones is like these food marketers are freaking crooks like with just the way they're that really they're, good they're really good yeah it. and it's just they know what strikes people's core is just saying the word organic or, or, natural. Or, or natural or even even grass-fed and we talked about it grass-fed could be like the cow was out for one day eating grass and then it's a grass-fed cow like that's scary it, it is scary and again if you have a a very high respect for your body you do the digging and it takes a little extra effort to find out more about a company but it is so worth it once you do yeah and so, yeah, I find that we are, quote unquote, snobbish when it comes to food or drinks like coffee. Coffee. You know, it's funny. I, I feel bad because I used to think Wawa coffee back in the day was just aces. <laughs> yeah, I said that. It's a snob episode, so I might as well say something funny um, if anybody didn't get that. But I don't find Wawa coffee to be good anymore. I find it to be subpar along with all the other convenience store coffees well i think that's another now theirs was the best amongst the convenience store coffees but i demand good coffee and i love that when we go to even a a small mom and pop coffee shop and their coffee shit it pisses me off like i feel like and it's not like we look down on them by any means it's not like we were like oh my god this is so disgusting like i can't believe you service to me it's you know like we take a sip and I'll be like, it's you like, know what? Do you it's... really appreciate what you're serving? Like, is this your idea of but, what good is? And I, but everyone's perspective again, is different. So I'm sounding can't... like a stop. I know. Not, but I know what I like. I know it's good for me. But we never look differently on other people for liking no, certain things. No, no. Like, if you like I it, that's that fine. You're not getting yeah. this from this and that's not, that's not what we're trying to come across as no. either. But we just have a high respect of what we put in our body. And if it's not the best that we know it could be, then it's no thank you. Yeah. Um, and I know we've come for that. I know about food and now cocktails. Like, yeah, I used to be a beer dude. I can drink a hundred Miller lights you, in a sitting. You, no, I'm just kidding. You not that many. have lost a lot of weight since your beer days. That's I will tell sure. you like two cocktails is, is perfect. Like you get the, for at least for me, it's like you get the right amount of buzz that you're looking for if that's what you're going for. But like even the night's, I said on the last episode, I'm really loving creating cocktails and the science behind it. Like if I go to a bar right now and I see a guy not using a jigger to measure out the amount of alcohol going there. I love it. You know what it's it called It pisses now. me off. <laughs> like it's like, you know, this isn't a freaking college bar where you can just measure the pours by counting the seconds. No, actually it's a recipe that you're supposed to follow. And in order for the cocktail to be good, you have to follow that recipe. That's why there is a recipe. So if no one's measuring, I get pissed off and I'm like, all right, this is not going to be a good experience. And it sounds like cocktails, it's very similar to baking. Like you have to be very exact for it to work out perfectly. And honestly, 
you can tell by the just the, the way that I've done the cocktails here. Yeah, and it's so simple. Like it's not a bajillion ingredients and it's not like you're winging it. It's very precise. And now when we go out, it's like if we don't think it's going to be like we kind of know which places mm-hmm. serve really good cocktails just by watching the bartender. Yes. And we tend to go to those places for date night because we, if we're going to spend good money, we want to get the yeah. best in us and their ingredients are fantastic too. And that's the other thing too. We're willing to spend good money on good food, good cocktails, but that means we're also not going out and going to McDonald's or Burger King during the week because it's easy and spending that money. So we are saving a lot of money by doing the meal prepping by, you know, taking our, our lunches to work and everything like that so that we can enjoy those finer things. So we budget for that. And that goes back exactly. to our budgeting episode. Like some people say, I don't have money to like shop organic. I don't have we, money to eat that way. We make those small changes Absolutely. in order to make it happen. I find that you can always make excuses for everything. And I know there may be circumstances where you can't buy organic everything. I completely get that. But I think you can budget accordingly to spend money in the places that you think it's best worth like worth it. Right. And to me, anything I'm putting in my body or on my body is totally worth spending the money for. Like I'm going to budget more for that area. 100%. And I agree with that. So, you know, when it comes to our input and the other thing is with clothes, I don't buy clothes often. Like I'm not going to the store every week or every month or every paycheck or anything like that. I buy clothes a couple times, or only couple when, times a year when things are broken or right. when you're like, Hey, um, this doesn't fit me anymore at all. So, so for me, I buy things that are going to last that are very quality material and may cost a little more money. I finally found a dress shirt after years and years of looking for a dress shirt that fits. And I have long arms and a, and a skinny frame. So it's sometimes it's really tough to find a dress shirt, but Twillery. And I think I even mentioned in a, in a previous episode twiller if you're looking for a sponsorship contact us no i'm just kidding (laughs) but i'm willing to pay it's a it's a little bit more money um obviously the more shirts you buy you get a little bit more off so i'm yeah of course i'm getting three or four shirts you fall for it i fall for it but i mean it's cheaper than being buying one so but and i need it but you know again it's kind of goes back to our last episode or our earlier episode something comes in something else has to go out so that's yeah and so I've got shirts that I've had for a long time that need to go out and I need to replace them. And I've got high quality stuff that should last a long time. Yeah. And actually it's funny you say the whole clothes thing. Cause the last thing I bought was a hat. Yeah. And snobby hat. Oh my God. I walked, <laughs> I've been looking for this type of hat for a very long time and I am very picky or I say snobbish when it comes to, or particular about finding a hat that fit me just right. And I finally found a hat that was like perfect. Like I put it on, it just felt right. I looked at the price tag and it was like, Shazam, (laughs) am I really going to pay this much for a hat? But then after thinking about it and talking to my mom, it was like, the quality was amazing. The place we were buying it from, like it was just a very well-respected place to buy a hat. I feel like people buy hats there that go to um, Pimlico. Yeah. So you know yeah. these hats are. And Pimlico pristine. is where the Preakness is every year, <laughs> part of the Triple Crown in horse racing. Sorry. Just in case you didn't know. Thank you. Um. So you know, after talking to my mom, I guess I'm just so used to, in the past, buying things that were always on sale. And my mom was like, 
You've been looking a long time for this hat. Like, you found it. It's good quality. It's the perfect color. It looks fantastic on you. You're getting this hat. And if you're feeling weird about it, I'll even split half of it. And I was like, all right, mom, thank you for like talking me into it. And uh, I mean, I'm so glad. It's like once you've you buy a hat for a week and a half and you've already got a million compliments on it. That is true. But it's, I, didn't, I didn't buy it for the compliments. I know I you didn't, it because but I'm just saying. I felt like I needed a wide brim hat. Like, it's Think not... of where in the world is Carmen Sandiego. That is the hat that she bought. <laughs> I'm so excited about it, too. It's awesome. Um, so, yeah, I'm totally snobby when it comes to purchases mm-hmm. for clothing. Absolutely. And I think maybe even purchases in general. I think when we buy things, again, it kind of goes back to the input. A lot of the stuff that we buy is for input. Mm-hmm. But we look for quality stuff. We're not buying something because it's cheaper. It's on sale. We're buying it because quality, it fits with what we're, mm-hmm. what we're looking for. And it's going to suit us in a way that, you know, we're going to use it all the time. Like I said, you know, we're very particular and picky for what we buy and what we bring in the house and what we consume. And some people so can see that as negative that, and yeah. we don't like, we consider ourselves very mindful and okay to be snobbish with yeah. what we put in our bodies. Yeah. So you found something else out about us when you were prepping for this episode. And I thought it was really interesting because I never really thought of it this way, but I'm glad you you did some research on it and you gave the definition a little bit earlier, but go yes. ahead and high maintenance, so right? The high maintenance definition was needing a lot of work to keep in good condition, which means you demand a lot of attention. And I found that we are high maintenance when it comes to output. So when it comes to movement, you know, um, how movements, no, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Output things on like, you know, just on how our day works, like how we fill our calendar, the people mm-hmm. we hang out with. So I think that being high maintenance when it comes to all of those things is important. So you obviously we want to keep our bodies in good condition. So right. making sure that we're moving throughout the day, no matter what kind of circumstance, like I've talked about it before, there might be times where I have breaks as a teacher and I was trained that teachers usually work through their break. And I was like, this, this isn't healthy for me. No, I don't want to sit and be on the computer or make copies during my break time. So I started walking through my break during my breaks. And it's like something, something so small. that's like, it totally changes my day, my stress levels. So I think it's important to be high maintenance when it comes to keeping your body in good condition, like your well-being, your no health. one else is going to yeah. do it for you. You have to do it for yourself. Well, and that's part of the reason why we took our closet door off is so that we can hang a pull-up bar yes. there. And anytime we go past this said pull-up bar, we either have to hang and stretch our backs out or do a couple pull-ups. Yeah. And I'm, I, I'm really excited for it. Um, you know, like I said, I'm, I'm bringing a kettlebell for my desk at work and Jill keeps reminding me that I need to get outside during the day. In a nice way. And I will. It was a crazy week last week and the weather is perfect now. So I will get outside this week. So, yeah, I find that it's important to be high maintenance because when it comes to output, because no one else is going to look out for your well-being but yourself. Right. So even if it's not the quote unquote normal thing to do, if like you're in a meeting for a long period of time or you're in a situation where like. I mean, tell them what you do in your meetings. I'm that person standing or stretching and. At first, it was weird because no one else was really doing it. And I'm that oddball that just stands up and I'm either standing or I'm just walking. And now I'm known as that person like, oh, that's just Jill. Like, she just stands. (laughs) And it's funny how so quick you can change your norm. 
yeah. and cause a domino effect where other people see it and they're like, oh, if, well, they're standing, then maybe it's okay that I stand. Like, I think it's important to not be afraid to do things that are different than anybody else. Yeah. Because and I'm sure it, it took a lot for you to say, oh, they're judging me and stuff like that and F that, you know, I'm, I'm not going to do what's best for me. That takes a lot of balls. Not that you have balls, but it takes a lot of balls you to do know. that. Yeah. <laughs> no, so I'm, I'm really happy that you're doing things and not giving a shit what other people think, Thank you know, you, because it's part of your well-being and your health, whether it's your physical or mental health, it helps out. And I think a lot of people don't understand the whole physical and mental thing are totally related. Yes. So if you're doing things physically for your body, the mental benefits are there as well. And exactly. a lot of people don't think about the brain being connected to physical activity, but it so is. And even just getting outdoors is life changing and helping your stress levels. Yeah. But I also think that we need to be high maintenance when it comes to just scheduling things in our calendar. And I think right. we do a really good job now of, making sure there's enough space in our calendar for we, us. We time. don't overwhelm ourselves at all. No. Like we, we, you know, we, we have stuff planned on the weekend, but it's not like stuff that's back to back to back where we have to be one like, place or another. We know pressure on us when Lucille gets older, there's, it's going to be a little more pressure to, to sure. do those things and hang out with the people we want to hang out with. But we always kind of bring it back to the season of life that we're in. And right now we're in that season of life where we're in chill mode still Although Lucille is a little bit more mobile now. so Or planning one event a day exactly. if we do have anything because it's like we're not sure what's going to happen. Let's just yeah. take it one step at a time. And we still got a lot of things that we want to do around the house here. At least for me, you know, I've got my spring projects. And yeah. I've got my summer projects. And Less is when, more. We, when we do a lot of things, that I get behind on those. And then that makes me a little crazy in the head. But no, it's not nothing crazy. But, you know, I just know that. I get behind and I don't like feeling behind. So we really do a good job of spacing things out and hanging out with, with quality people that, that we want to spend our time with. Yeah. And I know like I'm okay being high maintenance when it comes to like, I need to get outside or I need to walk and it may be like not the most opportune time, but you know what? It's to the point where like everybody knows that I need that. Like I need alone time or I need time just to be outside. Cause it's going to, it's going to make me a better Jill. So like, why fight that? Like, right. do you want, do you want a mediocre Jill, Be your the best angry Jill. Jill, or do you want the best Jill? So it's like, just give me 10 minutes. I'm going to go for a quick stroll and then I'll be back. And yeah. I'm okay with it. And I think we're really afraid to do things out of the norm because we're afraid we're going to offend people, but really right. do they want to be with the best version of you or do they want to be with the not so good version right. of you? So I'm, I'm not, sure there's times I where it. I was like, oh, I should probably walk with her. But I mean, you're totally fine. Like if I don't come with you, you're like, okay, whatever. You're getting your outdoor time. Yeah. Um, but I also like it that you're outdoors and walking around because it pushes me to do that stuff too. Oh. I, I'm one of those people who needs a little extra push. But You're welcome, honey. No, I appreciate it. We've, we had a lot of great walks this weekend. I got my 10,000 steps every day this weekend, which was fantastic. <laughs> I need to work more on doing that during the week. But hey, we'll get there. Baby, Baby steps. steps. That was weird. We just said that. Yeah. Jinx, you owe me a coffee. Yeah. <laughs> so anything else about being high maintenance? No, I think we uh, we covered it pretty well and precisely. I, I know like we're it. shortening our episodes a little yeah, bit. Yeah, we're going to try to stick to a half an hour. Uh, we took a poll and Between we've been, and we've been running like we'll 50 <laughs> minutes and 55 minutes. And it's, I, you know, it's nice that we're going to try to cut these to a half an hour just because 
It's easier for editing. It's easier to pull clips. Um, but it also, people to most of your commutes yeah. are a 30 minutes or you have multiple podcasts you're listening to and we appreciate you listening to ours. Yes, we do. So do you have any resources you wanted to share? I do. And I'll try to do this quickly, but I found yeah. a blog post. It was called <laughs> the 10 benefits to being high maintenance. You never thought of before. Okay. Um, it's by Lucy Rebecca and, um, the first one is high standards are important because it means you're more selective about how others treat us and also who you choose to surround yourself with. Right. Number two, it's because you know what you want. You know clearly what is good for you and you're not afraid to go after it. Get number at three, it. you don't settle for less. We all deserve so much and no one should ever settle for less than that. Number four, you get the best of the best. So if you're high maintenance, you're able to filter out anything that's not the best for you and you know, you you wait for it. Like, you don't settle for something that's going to be mediocre. Right. Number five, you have plenty of self-respect. So you never forget your worth and anything that you deserve. And this is always a good thing because it means you can steer clear of things that might put you in a compromising or undesirable position, which I thought was interesting. Yeah, you guys deserve the best. Number six, it means you're highly selective. And again, it's all changing your perspective. Just because you're highly selective doesn't mean it's a bad thing. It means you're able to fill your lives only with the things you deserve. And, and you know what you want. Exactly. Number seven, you're a good role model. So yeah. especially if you're on kids, showing that you have high, high exaggerated respect for yourself is showing your kids not to settle for less and to wait for the best. Like waiting is worth it. Exactly. And not just picking it up because it's a hot thing. Make exactly. sure it's good for you. Yes. Yeah, just being intentional. And number eight. Ooh, intentional. Like that. That's a reoccurring theme <laughs> with this podcast. Number eight, it means you have respect from up respect from others comes easier. So as long as you're not demanding, everyone can respect somebody who knows exactly what they want. And if you don't stand by your decisions, nobody else will. Number nine, it means you're confident. So just knowing what you want, what you deserve, it means that you're gonna get that confidence that you deserve and you're going to have decisions and opinions without like you don't have to try and please others like your decisions and opinions are to please yourself and you just keep on that track and number 10 it means you're a great communicator which i thought was interesting by having the willpower to defend yourself you're going to be great at being outspoken that's a good one and you're able to express yourself without fear and i find that i am absolutely I'm getting better at you that. You are becoming very fearless, and I really admire that about you. I'm trying. You know, you're doing a great job about it. You <laughs> really are. It's a scary process, but I'm noticing the benefits, and it's pretty freaking amazing. Awesome. All righty. So let's jump into that quote of the day. Quote of the day is, I couldn't find who this was by, but I just okay. saw it. Anonymous. I, I took a screenshot <laughs> of it. unknown. Yes. Uh, so the quote of the day is, don't go back to less just because you're too impatient for wait for the best. Thank you, unknown. <laughs> so your take action from this episode is it's okay to be a snob. Yeah. It's okay to be high maintenance for yourself because no one else is going to look out for you. I would say to add on top of that, take an inventory of the things that you're consuming. And if you feel like they're not meeting your standards, then change it, change it. And don't be yeah. afraid to change it. And, if you feel like there's something that's out of your grasp that you really want to add in your life, make the necessary changes so that you can make that want or need part of your life. And there's definitely op, um, a way to have high standards without, you know, 
looking down upon others. I right. think just being right. open and honest about that, you know what, it's I'm only trying to put what's best in my body to make myself happy and healthy. And I think no one's going to say anything about no, that. No, If you always How bring it back to your why. Exactly. exactly. But yeah, I think we did. Did we do pretty well? We did great. Yay. Shorter episodes. I think I can get down with this. Shazam. Yeah. So thank you guys for listening this week. If you like this episode and feel like somebody else can benefit from the topic we covered here, please feel free to share it. Take a screenshot and post it on Instagram, on Facebook, or even Twitter. Help spread the word and to others. Please. We, we are totally grateful for your listenership, and we look forward to talking to you next week. See you later, guys. We want to thank everybody for listening today. Please be sure to subscribe and sign up to receive notifications so you know when the next episode is live. If you liked today's episode and know someone who could benefit from the topic we covered, please share it with them. And if you have any suggestions for us and want to chime in on today's topic, you can email us at simplifiedchaospodcast at gmail.com, and that's chaos with a K, or send us a comment on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. Thanks again for listening, and we will see you next